This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, Sarah, you're our little, well, I mean, compared to me and all the other guys around here, you're, you're the tech wizard. Do you know what chat GPT is? Do you know what that is? Yeah. You basically just like, from what I understand, type into it and it'll give you answers and stuff on it. Yeah, like I think if you wanted to, you could say to it, hey, write me a paper on yeah. this and it'll do it. Yeah, my boyfriend has done that, like not to hand in assignments, but just like with his assignments to see what it does. Yeah. It's intense. What do you mean it's intense? Like it's cool. It'll it'll write you out like an in really in-depth like paper or really in-depth answer to a question well yeah it'll, it'll yeah. do a whole essay for you oh yeah like i don't i don't know how many rules you can put like can you say give me a thousand words or give me five th- i don't know how i can't remember it, what yeah. he entered but i think it was like give me i think it was like a thousand yeah. words on this topic and it did yeah it was so good yeah, I mean, and this is the concern that a lot of people have about this is because, okay, education is really scrambling to try and deal with this. Because I think, like I say, I haven't used it myself, but it's that easy. It's like, you know, if, you're, if your topic is, you know, discuss whatever, you know, World War II Germany, blah, blah, blah. And you just go to ChatGPT and tell me about World War II Germany and it'll spit out a paper for you, right? So, I mean, obviously you can see that uh, the potential for cheating is, is very, very high. But um, schools are trying to figure out what they're going to do, how they're going to handle this, because not everybody agrees that all of it is bad. Some, I mean, it's a re- it's this, this is what we talk about with technology. It happens so fast, it emerges, it springs itself onto the scene, and then we try and catch up after the fact, which is really, really hard to do. So this is the latest one, ChatGPT. We're going to chat now with Luke Stark, who's an assistant professor of information and media studies at Western. Uh, Luke, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time today. You're very welcome. Great to be here. First of all, explain to us far better than Sarah and I could what ChatGPT is, a chat bot. What, what are we talking about here? Yeah, I mean, it, it is an intense technology, as you said. Um, so what this uh, system does is it, it relies on very powerful computers, and it also relies on a, a record of basically millions and millions of pages of text that um, the company that developed this system, OpenAI, has kind of scraped off the Internet. Okay. And so what it's going to do is um, is go through all that text and make predictions about what word or sentence or phrase is most likely going to come after, you know, the, the, the word or sentence or phrase. And this sounds really simple, but given the amount of computing power and the amount of text it has, it can, you know, piece together, produce these very plausible sounding essays, you know, texts it can it can do things in different styles um it can you know it can do an awful lot of interesting uh textual manipulation let's say now we're to, we're, we're calling it artificial intelligence right but it, it's not it, it doesn't think it actually I mean, is it more just mimicry would that be a way of putting it that, that's one way to put it i mean you're right it's not thinking right it what it's doing really is is finding the patterns in existing human language and reconstituting those patterns in a way that is kind of like mimicking or parroting. That's right. Um, I, I kind of compare it to um, an animated character. You know, it's something that, that's kind of producing this thing that has the illusion of okay. of life or illusion of intelligence. Yeah. How good is it? I mean, what the writing that uh, ChatGPT produces, is it is it passable? Is it good writing? The writing that ChatGPT produces is, you know, 
is often grammatically very sound. You know, it 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 it, it reads well, um, but it isn't always you know totally accurate or without mistakes. I think that's one thing we've really been noticing over the last few months is that the more kind of detail you ask or the more kind of analytics you ask of of this system, um, the harder it is for it to cope with. You know, because of course it's it's not thinking. You yeah. know, it's not even actually doing research, right? It, it's not it's not doing anything. It's kind of finding these these patterns in existing language. So, you know, if if there's text in the system that ChatGPT um, can find, it'll draw on that text. But, for instance, right, ChatGPT can't tell you anything about things that have happened after uh, December 2021, right, because it was trained on the data that ended, you know, at the end of 2021. Really good question from one of our listeners here that I never thought of. If if I ask it um, to give me a paper on subject A, and you do the same thing, and Sarah does the same thing, do we all get the same paper, or is it fluid enough to sort of rework itself? You're probably going to get variations that are similar but not right. exact. Um, you know, and, and, and really a lot of this, it seems, has to do with the exact kind of text prompt you put into the system, right? So the way you ask the question shapes what you get in response. Um, and, uh, and, so, and so, you know, that, that, that's it, which is interesting. Um, uh, it means that, you know, it's not, it's not possible to, um, to easily detect, let's say, from just the kind of structure of the system whether somebody's using it or not. Gotcha. Okay. Um, writing is a process, though, right? I mean, like you say, and I think like Sarah was saying with her with her boyfriend, was sort of we got started with this. We sort of at least had a foundation to work from. I mean, could could it could it give you that? Like you say, when when you write, writing is about rewriting and rewriting and rewriting and rewriting. That's the process of writing. Does this give us a starting point? Maybe this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I actually think that, you know, the process of, of starting from scratch and plowing forward with your own writing and your own thinking is really important. Sure. Yeah. Especially in like a pedagogical context, right? You know, we're, we're not, we're teaching writing here or we're teaching critical thinking skills in, in universities and high schools. And what this system does is give students a really easily accessible way to, to not do that and to think that they can just kind of hand something in and no one will notice. Um, it, we will notice. <laughs> it's actually pretty, pretty easy to tell often, um, especially if, you know, if, if, uh, if a chat GPT produced essay looks really different from the work a student has been handing in up to that point, right? Mm. Um, but I'll tell you, I think, I think uh, just from, from anecdotally over the last few months, um, you know, college students are, are using this. High school students are also using it. Yeah. And it's, it's uh, challenging for high school teachers as much as the college teachers because, you know, those high school answers um, maybe aren't as sophisticated usually as, as, you know, what you'd expect from a college student. And so the stuff that ChatGPT produces is in theory, you know, um, the students think it, it, it's more likely to, to kind of pass muster even though it's not. So what are schools doing? Like, I know some have said that uh, they don't want to completely say no because part of what we do, I mean, it's like the, the old calculator argument to, to a different level, obviously, but at the same time, it's kind of like nobody does long division anymore. You've got a calculator. Why would you waste your... I mean, how does this fit into the evolution of education? 
Well, it's it's true that nobody nobody uh, you know nobody uh, probably not very many adults you know if they need to do long division you know do it by hand. But I, I think we still teach long division on paper. Yeah. To, you know, yeah. students in you know, grade eight or nine. So you know, so even if, even if people are using calculators uh, a lot of the time, you know, you still need to understand what's what's going on in the background to actually make sense. I, you know, I have been saying to folks that that in some ways ChatGPT is, you know, a bit like Wikipedia, right? It's a tertiary source. It has all these other sources that combine and kind of give you answers. But actually, ChatGPT isn't a very reliable form of of source, right? It it makes stuff up. It, um, you know, it'll give you information part of which is true, but then part of it isn't. And so, unless you're an expert in the field. Um, you know, who can tell, uh, you know, when, when ChatGPT slips some inaccurate information, you know, into, into a, an answer. Um, relying on it is really not a very good idea. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm a little dubious as to whether it's, it's useful, certainly in the context of teaching, and I'm not even sure it's all that useful in the context of research. What about the fact that, and this is the other thing with technology, is it moves so fast. So you and I would probably have a completely different conversation about this six months or a year from now because the technology advances so quickly. Where could we be in a year or five years with this? Well, I mean, I think there's obviously a huge interest by a lot of folks you know, in tech and, and in business to integrate this system into their, into, you know, workplaces and into, into all sorts of things. I, I think a lot of that has to do with, um, you know, the desire to, to save money, to find efficiencies, yeah. you know, to have fewer people doing the same amount of, of, of writing content, that kind of thing. So my biggest worry about these technologies, yeah, it really, really is around, around labor, you know, around, around people's jobs and, and also around, um, uh, the kind of the kind of proliferation of of text that seems plausible but but maybe isn't you know um, so so that's what that's kind of what I worry about I I, I worry we're going to be we're going to be increasingly drowned out by um, by a lot of kind of mediocre not very interesting <laughs> AI generated <laughs> material and it and it makes it really hard you know it, it just it's a huge a huge um, a huge amount of effort for educators or for editors or for whoever to kind of sort through it. So that's that's where I think this is all going. As an assistant prof, um, are you screening assignments from your students for this? Are they allowed to use it? What guidance are you giving them? Yeah, I am. Um, you know, this this sort of you know became popular kind of at the end of last semester, beginning yeah. of this semester. So I I didn't give them any guidance in my syllabus. I will I will next year. Um, I tell them that ChatGPT, you know, is equivalent to something like Wikipedia, you know, so if they're using it for sourcing, they need to cite it. But I also tell them that actually generally, you know, you're not supposed to use Wikipedia or other other kind of encyclopedias to do research. You know, you're supposed to be a little more in-depth than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, and I, you know, I don't, I don't, um, I don't let them use it for writing because, you know, uh, the textbook definition of plagiarism is passing somebody else's text or text that you've gotten from somewhere else off as your own, right? And that's what's happening, right. you know, if a student produces a produces an essay on ChatGPT. Um, you know, I'm uh, I've tried to make my assignments um, be pretty individualized and personalized, right? So I'm asking students how they uh, are thinking about technology often, and, and you know, it's harder for ChatGPT to produce that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it can be done. Luke, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time today.